What if I told you there's a way you could be a second shooter at a family session so you can see exactly how the photographer prepares, how they interact with their clients, what they say when they're posing, or when they choose to use fluid motion, what they do when kids might not cooperate or dad might not be in the session. What if I told you there's a way you can see what the gear is that they're using, where they're positioning themselves when they're shooting, what factors they're taking into consideration when they're shooting, what if I told you there was a way you could see what their straight out of camera images look like, and then you could see their editing process too, so you know exactly how they get those start to finish images and those polished ones you see in your Instagram feed. Now what if I told you you could be that second shooter without ever having to leave your house? What if I told you that not only do you get to watch it from home, but you didn't have to remember every single thing you were trying to learn the first time you watched it? What if you could watch and rewatch as much as you wanted? How would that improve your images, your posing, your confidence? Now, what if I told you there is a way you could be a second shooter, not only for one photographer, but 26. That's exactly what you'll experience inside the 2024 online family retreat. Your inspiration will soar, your art will improve, your posing will become more fluid, and your confidence is going to increase so, so much. And honestly, your clients are going to feel so much more comfortable. Head on over to themilkyway.ca slash family retreat. It all gets underway May 29th, and we hope to see you there. Don't be afraid to try everything that comes your way. Just like I was saying before, to kind of learn what it is you really love, because you don't you don't know for sure until you've tried it. But then once you find what you love, don't be afraid to say no to the other stuff. Like, nope, now I know I don't love doing seniors and I don't love doing, you know, whatever it is. Don't feel like you have to take it on for the money because then you might end up booking. This has happened to me so many times. I take on something I'm not totally in love with. And then I have someone request something I really, really want to do, but I'm full. I can't. Welcome to the Art and Soul Show, where we dive into heart-opening chats on photography, business, life, and that messy in-between. I'm your host, Lisa DeJeso, a mom, a photographer, and entrepreneur, and I'll be sharing honest conversations and advice for photographers with insight on mindset, entrepreneurship, and creativity. The goal of this podcast is for you to be able to gain insights and strategies that will get you real results. Because let's face it, Having a photography business can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. This is the place you can go when you need a boost of encouragement, a kick in the pants, and inspiration to pick up your camera. This is the Art and Soul Show. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm super excited to dive into today's conversation with Annie Nelson. Annie is a Minnesota-based lifestyle photographer focused on capturing connection and storytelling. Wife and mama to four little girls in love with light movement, emotion connection, and bold and moody edits. Unraveled artist expert and artist of the year, bold emotional colorful leader, and top 100 artist two years in a row, as well as a click pro. If you haven't checked out her work on Instagram, you're going to have to go check it out. She's phenomenal. Welcome, Annie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So tell us who you are and what you're passionate about. Okay. So like you said, I am a wife and I have four girls at home. So first off, I am passionate about them, like all moms say, but... Photography wise, I really like capturing families and anything related to families. So maternity, newborn, 
kids. I love it. I'm not very good with just like posy, posing couples or weddings or anything like that, but I've tried it all. So I have found what I like and it's all about kids. I love it. And what I love is like, there's so much movement in your work. You're actually one of our teachers for our upcoming online family retreat. And I actually was just looking and going through videos yesterday and oh my God, like so fun. So can you share a little bit about what you're going to be teaching on for the family retreat and sort of what it entails to your jam? Sure. Yeah. So I'm teaching a course on motherhood, like an emotive motherhood session, which is very much my jam. And I do love movement. So it's actually funny because we don't get a lot of wind where I live, but I took the models out into the country and we did get a lot of wind. I'm like, ah, I wish it could be like this every time. But (laughs) I'm more about the moments and capturing the connection between the mom and her babies, because it's very much my life. So that's what speaks to me. So I also read you are a former hairstylist and you had a really great analogy on social media about coloring hair for clients and how when you do that, you typically record the color formula and editing could really be thought of that similarly. So can you maybe share your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's funny because I did hair for 10 years and it was literally just the other day that I had the thought, gosh, a preset, because I get so many questions about presets presets, presets, presets. So, and they are very important as a base, absolutely, to get the tones that you want. But just like when I did hair, people didn't always quite understand. There's just so much more that goes into it, like the base color that you're starting with, or if somebody has old color in their hair or damage in their hair, everything, you have to tweak your formula depending on what you're working with to get your desired final result. And the same thing is true with presets in that you can start with the outfit color choices, the light, the location, and the colors in the location. They all go into what preset you use and how exactly you need to tweak it to get the end result that you want. So yeah, it was just like a funny thought that I had. And I'm like, gosh, I've never thought about that before. I love that so much. It made so much sense. Because like, if like, if you think of like damage, like maybe there's extra noise, or like, maybe you've really underexposed it, or maybe it's like overexposed. So when you buy these presets, and you think that they're not working for you, it's because you're using a box dye, yes. and your hair yes. doesn't work for that. <laughs> yes, that's a good analogy, too. <laughs> Don't use box dye. Go see a professional. <laughs> so we both share a love of personal projects. So can you share your process when you come up with a new idea? Yeah. So a lot of my personal projects, they revolve around my kids, of course, <laughs> when they let me take their picture. But a lot of the ideas come from either pretty light that I see or an outfit that inspires me. I need to watch more movies because I want to get inspired by a movie, but I have yet to like really get inspired by a movie. But even the way movies are shot, like watching, and if I did film, I'd probably be really into this, but the way that movies are shot and seeing the angles that can inspire me even like, oh my gosh, I want to try that at my next session. But yeah, like sometimes I'll see a dress, like I found a really cool dress just recently and 
I am going to do a whole shoot around that dress. And so I start with one element and then just build upon that. Have you been seeing the trend? I don't know if you're on TikTok at all, but have you seen the trend? Uh, I'm not, with, with, I'm, with, I know I would get addicted. <laughs> I can't. Oh my God, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. But there's this trend going on with like Wes Anderson, who like oh, yeah. did like, you know, like the Budapest Hotel mm-hmm. and like his color grading is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So it's just been really interesting because I love film and just like watching, like just watching and learning from videographers on how we can be better photographers. It's yeah. Like, Fascinating. That is right? really cool. Yeah. 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 And even like color grading is like something I'm super interested and so interested in right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've seen some of those, even though I'm not on TikTok, I've seen some sessions inspired by that. And they do they look so dreamy and just right? kind of like surreal. Yeah. Like, Ooh. I just like, like you're I having to... a dream or something. Yeah. 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 I it's like fun. it. It's fun. Yeah. Super fun. So I honestly believe that creativity is a habit, that we need to work like a muscle going to the gym. And there are times that I have massive resistance and I don't want to creatively work out. Does this ever happen to you? And what do you do to push through it? Yes. So I live in Minnesota and our winters are very, very long. (laughs) It's like half the year and very dreary. So usually it hits me in the wintertime and it can hit pretty bad. So I don't always make myself push through it. Sometimes I just kind of let myself take a break. It's one thing if it's busy season and you like you have to shoot, which can be helpful. Honestly, it can make you it can be helpful. And sometimes it makes you not like your job. But (laughs) 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 I typically don't make force myself to shoot through it because I don't make as good of art when I do. But I know a lot of people preach yep, just shoot through it. And you'll, I mean, the inspiration always comes back, right? Like I always feel the urge at some point down the road. So I don't usually stress myself out about it. So yeah, I I just try not to worry about it because I know it's going to come back. I think that's the thing is just trusting that it will come back. Mm -hmm. As soon as you get in your head where it's like, I've lost it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'll never have another idea to save my life. As soon as you start to get in that mindset of like, things are over, it kind of just perpetuates you into not wanting to, to do anything. Yeah. And if you just relax and like know that that's part of like just the creativity cycle of like you're, there are going to be periods of rest that you need. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be periods of like massive bursts of inspiration. And it's okay. It's just part of it. Yeah. It's funny that when I sometimes have a great idea, then I get another one and another one. And I'm like, where was this two months right? ago? <laughs> When it was dry as the desert. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so I, I, I agree. I definitely agree. I have this bad habit of having all those amazing ideas and thinking, oh, I'm going to remember all of those. I'm not going to write any of them down, <laughs> right? I write everything down. <laughs> girl, good girl, good girl. I don't. And it's funny. And I know that I should. And I'm like, why don't you write it down? I'm like, oh, I'll just remember. No, you won't. You won't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I will say I write it all down. I have a whole bunch of notebooks, but do I go back and look at them? That's the real question. (laughs) I should go back and read some of those. So true. So true. I started a section on my phone, just like in the notes section. Oh yeah. Where it's like, like if I start squirreling on like black holes of things on my phone and I like somehow, like I will end up like looking at shoes or like, I don't even know how I got there. And (laughs) 
I just like take the link and I put it there. Oh, that's a great idea. For whatever it was, right? And just like, okay, I'm going to put it aside and I'll save it for Ah. later instead of just like letting myself squirrel all day long because I really, I really will. I take a lot of screenshots, but I should do the, the link. I should try that. Yeah. So how do you approach balancing your personal vision with meeting the needs and expectations of your clients? Yeah, that is a really good question. <laughs> well, I always have my vision. It doesn't always line up to my client's vision, which is totally okay. Not every session is going to be like, oh my gosh, that was the best session ever. Yeah. I'm going to post this all over social media. It's just not because that's real life. If you're taking real clients and not models and model families all the time, which I am 99%, it's real people who live in Minnesota. So, (laughs) but I mean, as the more you put out there, you know, if you're doing personal projects and you're putting it out there and people see the colors that you love shooting and, you know, the style, the movement, you know, the emotive photography, they're going to just kind of get on board with your vision. But I also do send out an email just to let people know, like, this is my style. This is how I shoot because I did used to completely assume And we weren't always on the same page. And then, you know, it just wasn't the best experience. So I don't think you should assume. Especially if you're more of like a lifestyle photographer and they, and they book you just thinking like you're a photographer and they're expecting like everybody face the camera, like these traditional portraits. Yes. That's what's happened. You're like, that's not my jam. Uh, I was like, wait, have you, didn't you book me on social media? Didn't you know? (laughs) I never show any pictures of people looking at me, but it's been more with the extended families because they want that posing, you know, but even with extended families, you don't have to, I think other than like the one posed picture, maybe each individual grouping, other than that, it can be really fun and playful. Yeah. Yeah. I think reimagining like extended family sessions and showing like, it doesn't have to be like everybody in a line in mm-hmm. jeans and a white shirt. Like, right. <laughs> flannel. It'll be flannel. <laughs> I love it. So how do you stay inspired and motivated to push yourself as a photographer? That is a good question. I really love education and I am an educator. So I'm sure some people think it's a little odd, but (laughs) I always am taking education just to keep myself inspired and keep myself up on, you know, what is new because there's always new stuff like AI is crazy. I don't understand AI. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. But then as a hairstylist, every good hairstylist does continued education their whole career. So I kind of look at it that way, like to keep myself, you know, up to date, I should be doing education and you don't have to take education. And then if you're an educator, educator, teach what you learn, of course, you never want to do that, but you take all of the stuff that you've learned and make it your own. And I think that's just how you get better. I think so too. I think that's like part of the reason our Milky Way retreats really came into existence is that I'm a curious cat and I just want to know how people do things. Yeah, me too. Right? Like I just want to know. And it's not that I'm like going to teach it myself. I just really, I'm so curious on just seeing someone, seeing it from someone else's angle, you know, like it's fascinating. And like these little tricks that you can pick up that you're like, oh my gosh, that's a genius idea. Yeah. Just little things that you're like, I, even from this whole thing, if I take one trick away, it's totally worth it. Yeah. I think it's it's so cool. 
So what advice would you have to someone who might be struggling finding their creative voice or just a vision for their work? I would say don't be afraid to try everything because there are some things that I never thought I would like that are now like almost my bread and butter. <laughs> like the um, lifestyle in-home sessions, that was not something I was interested in trying, but I took a few when I was newer. Well, I would say like, you know, a few years down the road and I love them. They are like some of my favorite sessions and newborns. I was terrified of newborns. I'm like, nope, don't do those. I do not do that. But when I realized you don't have to pose, you know, like I can't pose the way you do. <laughs> there is no way. <laughs> but once I realized I don't have to do it that way, I can do it a very, you know, take a lifestyle approach. I love newborns and I love babies. So it, I would just say, yeah. yeah, my advice would be just try everything and don't make a decision until you've tried it because you might think you hate seniors and then you take on an amazing senior session and it's your new jam. So completely. Yeah. That would be my advice. I love that you touched on that there is not just one way to do newborn photography or really, really photography. Cause I think that once people try something and they, they're like, Oh, it's just not for me. And you're like, but there's so many different ways. There's like even there's styles that haven't even been invented yet. Yeah. Right? That's like not <laughs> right. Like these hybrid styles of of things that we have not even seen yet. And I think that's just so cool. And especially like lifestyle newborn really wasn't a thing until like eight years ago, maybe. Right. Yeah. And like before that post newborn, like 13 years ago, wasn't even a thing. There was like maybe five people doing it. And now this, these massive industries. So I'm like, just so curious to see what's going to happen like in the next five years and like, what's the trend going to be, right? I know. I'm so curious to see what the trends are going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and touching back, like how AI even fits in with that, right? Yeah. That'll be crazy. We've been using AI longer than we actually think. Like, mm-hmm. When it comes to like AI now in Lightroom, where they're doing like the sky or like the masking, like that's AI. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And we don't really think about that. And it's just, it's just, it's fascinating. Yeah. I, I'm, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so you ready for our lightning round? Sure. Okay. Coffee or tea? Definitely coffee. Most luxurious vacation you've ever been on? Uh, that would be my honeymoon. We went to Rome and Venice and Assisi, which was really awesome. Since then, nothing nearly as epic. So <laughs> that was like 10 years ago. Oh, love it. Favorite TV show as a kid? Uh, this is funny, but my favorite TV show was I Love Lucy. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Last thing you did for yourself was an indulgence. I read a book outside the other day in my lawn chair. It was amazing. I love it. What kind of book? It was actually Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Have you read that one? Yeah. I haven't read it yet, but everyone keeps telling me. And okay. I've actually heard the audiobook is incredible. Ah, it, well, I don't do audiobooks, it? but maybe I should. I love it. Morning person or night owl? Definitely morning person. What did you want to be when you grew up? A mom and an artist. I love it. Living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, go to karaoke jam. Oh, I don't do karaoke, but no. I mean, I have probably okay, something by Taylor car, Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Yeah. I love it. Are you going to go on the Eras tour? Are you going to see her? Uh, you know what? I've seen her a couple times, but I, I probably won't see her again for a long, long time. I don't know. 
life with four kids. I just don't, I I stay home. (laughs) Favorite movie? Probably, this is a hard question, but I would have to say Remember the Titans. It's just so good. Oh, I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. It it was my favorite when I was younger, but I don't think anything has really beat it out yet. What's for dinner tonight? Cheeseburgers. Favorite guilty or not so guilty pleasure? Uh, I would have to say buying new plants. <laughs> Love it. Oceans or mountains and why? I would take either. Being in the Midwest, it's very flat. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say mountains because we are, me and my husband are going to climb Pikes Peak this summer for our 10-year anniversary. So I just have to. That's exciting. What is something you've accomplished as an adult that your younger self would be proud of? Probably my confidence levels have definitely gone up and younger me would be pleased to know that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Same. <laughs> right. What makes your soul light up? My family, for sure. Mm-hmm. My husband and my kids. I know that's a sappy answer, but it's the truth. What would be your dream session and where? Ooh, that's a good question. My dream session... Oh, man. Probably in the mountains or ocean. (laughs) I'm telling you, we just don't have a lot here. So it's a lot of like, oh, there's a creek. Let's go there. You know, what has been the best piece of business advice you've ever been given? I heard this on a podcast recently and I was just like, oh, my gosh, that is such great advice. Just to not take your business so seriously. Like when you take your business really seriously, you lose the fun. I mean, you have to take it seriously. It's how you make money. But um, you don't want to lose the the reason you started it because it it was to have fun and do something creative. And I'm like, that is so true. Sometimes I can take it too seriously and then it just isn't as fun. No. And we get stuck in like the business, like the business stuff. Uh, that's yeah. like the, the part that is just like, like eat, eats away at your soul. Yeah. Like, if you got a bookkeeper, like that was amazing. Oh, that's what I need. I keep asking my husband, <laughs> like, you want to take over this side of the business for me? That'd be great. No, it's I am not a bookkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you have for someone just starting out? Don't be af- afraid to try everything that comes your way, just like I was saying before, to kind of learn what it is you really love, because you don't, you don't know for sure until you've tried it. But then once you find what you love, don't be afraid to say no to the other stuff. Like, nope, now I know I don't love doing seniors and I don't love doing, you know, whatever it is. Don't feel like you have to take it on for the money, because then you might end up booking. This has happened to me so many times. I take on something I'm not totally in love with, And then I have someone request something I really, really want to do, but I'm full. I can't. It's like learn to say the no. It's Mm -hmm. so true. For me, it's like if it's not a hell yeah, it's like a hell no. Mm -hmm. So, And if as long as I like take that as my compass, like it does not steer me wrong. If I'm excited and lit up, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in. And if I'm like, "Mm, lukewarm, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to pass. It's okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. So where could our listeners learn more from you? Instagram, Annie Nelson Photography, and same name for my Facebook business page, and then my website. All the same name, Annie Nelson Photography. (laughs) Now, I love to end my interviews just with this last question, and it is, what are you currently curious about or artistically curious about? 
I would have to say artistically, this is a little bit like off of photography, but my kids are learning to play piano and guitar and violin. So it's funny to see them reading music because I can't read music. Like I never learned. So I'm kind of curious to learn how to read music because <laughs> they're already way ahead of the game. I mean, ahead of me. So my like, gosh, I should learn this too. I love it. Well, Annie, thanks for hanging out with me today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Oh, my beautiful friends. I hope you enjoyed this conversation just as much as I did. I am sending you so much of my light and my love today and every single day. We will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Art and Soul Show. If you're the kind of person that likes helping others, please share this podcast with your photographer friends. Sharing is caring and it's our mission to help as many photographers create a business and life they are truly passionate about. I'm here to support you on your journey. And if you have any questions, topics, or guests you would love to hear from, please shoot me a note at lisa at themilkyway.ca and we may even feature your question in an upcoming episode. 